0: You're listening to Live Wild Radio, the part-time adventure podcast.
1: Join us as we explore how outdoor adventures build mind, body, and spirit. Hey, hey, Catherine here from Live Wild Radio. Um, we're getting close to Christmas, and it's the new year coming around the corner, so you know what that means. It means a lot of eating, a lot of drinking, a lot of not moving around. Uh, so not maybe not a bad idea to start thinking about your workout uh equipment and uh you know what we've got a solution for that a lot of you already know that we're working out with uh, uh fitness equipment from Great Lakes Gearia, a really cool company out here in uh the Waterloo region but they ship all over to Canada and the U.S. and right now they're offering free shipping for folks who are planning to buy for the new year or for gifts and um, you can get things like dumbbells, kettlebells, chin-up bars, maces, rings, you name it, they've got it. We love their quality. We only talk about them because they're tr- uh, tried and tested here first. And um, here's the thing. Uh, if you want to buy through them, then uh, you can save a little money through us. Live Wild in the, um, is the promo code, all in caps. You'll get 5% off save a little money meanwhile we get a bit of um, a commission out of it which supports us and all the work that we're doing here because you know this helps us out to pay the bills and keep doing what we're doing um and along with that also on our website at livewildradio.com you can find quite a few resources about training with kettlebells we are a big fan of that and uh just training in general for the outdoor athletes uh etc we've got podcasts about it so check us out and uh enjoy uh working out.
0: Yeah, so if you want to take advantage of that promo code, remember it's promo code livewild at greatlakesgearia.com and that is in Canada and then if you're American us.greatlakesgearia.com. That's G-I-R-Y-A which is the Russian word for kettlebell. Um, so yeah, basically order some gear, get it in you know, tell Colin hi, and uh, uh, we thank you. And then use it, because we all get fat over the holidays. Yeah. Um, so, Catherine, what's this episode about?
1: It is about stress and sleep, because we all face it, and uh, I'm doing some experiments on, on yeah. it myself. And,
0: you, know, you know, one of the things that causes me stress,
1: what?
0: Um, when we <laughs> um, have to record an episode again, because <laughs> I didn't notice that the memory card... Uh, didn't have any room on it.
1: Yeah, this is take three.
0: (laughs) Um, uh, So, you know, you you guys have no idea what goes into the making of these episodes. Uh, You think it's just us motoring our mouths? You're good at that, though. Yeah, but sometimes it's motoring our mouths, like, essentially into space, because it didn't get recorded. Yeah. Like, if a podcast uh, fell in the forest... Um, and something and anybody here, I don't know. On deaf ears? Yeah. Well, you know, that's when you're long winded. It happens sometimes. Well, that's just you not listening to me. (laughs) So, uh, this episode is number four in the longevity series. Um, and we're going to get into sort of, I'm going to go high level because I don't want to bore anybody getting too nerdy you know, on biological responses, you know, we, we talked about it beforehand and we're going to go, go with the idea of why this is important, you know, like sort of the, what, uh, is happening, why it's important and then what you can do about it. Mm -hmm. Right. Rather than make it like a nerd fest of chemical processes. We'll see
1: that for a Q and a actually.
0: Yeah. If people really want to get into that shit, um, (laughs) You know, I'm happy to get as nerdy as necessary or, or, but a lot of it will really come down to the thing where, uh, stress kills, uh, reduce stress. Here's how, (laughs) um, you know, we're going to get a little more in depth than that. And the same thing. Sleep is good for you. Not getting enough sleep is bad for you.
1: Yeah. Six hours sleep and you're killing yourself.
0: Fix your sleep. Um, yeah. Although there are genes for people who require, they can be perfectly healthy that require less sleep. Um, Jocko, you know, Jocko Willink. Mm-hmm. Um, he's one of them. Oh, really? Like, what a perfect thing to happen. He actually
1: had that tested? Yeah. Uh, really? Well, that's pretty good for a, a, a Navy, Navy SEAL. seal. <laughs> Isn't that like part of the uh, qualification?
0: You know, where they, they, entry run, level? they run you with way less sleep, you know, yeah. as far as the, the testing goes. Wow. So when you're people that actually function better, like function well with less sleep because you, you replenish quicker. Interesting. Yeah.
1: I wonder if some CEOs are like that. Oh, they could be. Makes you wonder.
0: Or they could just be on like all sorts of drugs too. That's true. Right. Wouldn't be surprised. Because like, it's funny how our, our view on drugs, if you got a prescription, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we're going to cover stress first. So.
1: Yeah, totally. I think everybody can relate to that immediately.
0: Um and so it really comes down to this like our biological system evolved to handle stress that was dangerous right so lions and tigers and bears um or other tribes throwing spears at us you know that kind of stuff um and the problem is that doesn't happen very much anymore um what we are now faced with is a uh, antiquated system responding to modern threats, and I'm doing that in air quotes that you can't see, Um but it responds as if it's life-threatening. Like our body doesn't know, oh, th- it, this is just a deadline, right? Mm-hmm. It's not going to kill you. Yeah. Or that's just your wife. <laughs> you know, <laughs> being pissed with you you know or that's just you know your kids a fuck up whatever <laughs> you know like all these different things that we get stressed over right mm-hmm. like the the not having the downtime that we need to replenish yeah um, go 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 but it's go go in your car right like it's not like you're truly go go going you know so we we, we get stressed without the physical outlets mm-hmm. you know when when we were hunter-gatherer types, You know, when there was the rustle in the grass, and it was the saber-toothed tiger, well, that spike of adrenaline, um, that cortisol that releases energy quickly into your body so you can respond to things, well, you needed that. But now what happens is we have that happening while you're sitting at your desk, you know, or behind the wheel of your car.
1: Get intense. Your muscles get all tight.
0: Yeah. You office you're, workers. You're ready for, you know, combat. Like, yeah. you know, that you're ready for something yeah. that never materializes, right? And, but, so instead of like big spikes, you know, we go from acute stress, we are now faced with this this chronic stress, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's part of the reason why we have like record amounts of mental illness is that, we're just not evolved for modern life. You know, people aren't having like true downtime. We weren't meant to be connected. Like our brain can't process being connected to the entire planet. Yeah. Right. Um,
1: And follow all these trends. And I'm taking a course on digital social, digital social selling for work and the amount of things that you need to keep track of. Yeah. And of course, automation is the key. But nevertheless, keep track of it all. Yeah. And you have all these personas and segmentation for messaging. (laughs) It's like, oh, my God.
0: yeah. You know, but that's in a sense, that's that's part of the problem. Yeah. Right. That adds to the levels of stress. Sure does. You know, and one of the things that we run into is um, when we're in a chronically elevated um, but low grade, like stress mode all the time it affects your sleep which we'll talk about um being jacked up on adrenaline all the time even if it's like a low drip like all of those hormones eventually run out um and so one of the things you run into is um you know we we would colloquially colloquially speaking um (laughs) call it burnout Mm -hmm. You know, but what it is, is like a point at which your, your whole system's so fatigued because it's been, it was never meant to be, you know, revved at that level um, that long. Right. And anybody who's had that, you know, uh, like fatigue, lack of motivation, just blah, barely, you got to drag your ass through life. Mm-hmm. right you just feel like fried um there's a big physical component to that like yeah. as far as like numerous systems oh, in your body. yeah just no, being
1: I, I i and i'm sure you've experienced this too like burning the candle at both ends like i've gone into situations where i had pneumonia two times in three months you know i was going down to new york and boston for work and under a lot of stress to, you know, have massive impact and, you know, and, and did it at the expense of my health, mm-hmm. you know, and um, it was pretty bad. And and, um, and when you think about it, when you go on these trips, and I always feel this obligation to like boom, 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 jam pack, you know, I start to include um, a few times my, I might go to the gym. You know, I started to do that on my last few trips before COVID, you know, just find room for exercise but otherwise and usually are just downtime like not with others right to to rejuvenate for the next day but you're up early and you're you know taking flights and and that's considered to be what you need to do Mm -hmm. the norm but it's not healthy right so it's interesting because when you talk about this rest time and so i have a garmin watch what do i have again it's a phoenix sapphire
0: six sapphire
1: six sapphire And it tracks a lot of things. And one of the things it tracks, actually it tracks both my sleep quantity and quality, um, of which stress is a part of that, Um, but my stress as well. And when I look at how it tracks my body battery, where I'm at, regeneration. And it's usually not actually very good. And and I've been working on this for the past, ooh, maybe three months now, really focus on sleep. And, and, and then stress, my, my sleep markers, which look at um, your quantity of sleep, you want to get seven and a half to nine hours of sleep, which I've been hitting. And my scores, by the way, were something like, really low, like, just terrible, I'm going to say probably like 24. <laughs> Out of really 100. bad. And now they're, my recently I had a 75, and I was pretty happy about that. And so my deep sleep's really good. I'm a very, I, I'm often in light sleep mode, which is too long. My REM's shit. Um, restlessness is fine. But stress is always really bad. And by stress, what I noticed, and this is when I started, alerted me to look at stress management, was that for the first three or four hours of my sleep, it would be at the levels of like 75 out of 100. Like it's really high. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? And I would look at what happened the day before. And I'm like, yeah, it was busy. And yeah, it's been busier than normal because we've got people coming in to visit us and I take in these clients and I take them around and it's a lot of problem solving and last minute requests. Um, but, you know, it's like, and I used to equate that feeling of business as as riding a stallion or surfing a wave, like mm. that adrenaline rush, right? Yeah. And I used to like it, but not a lot, of, you know, But or I used to like it to some period because it, it reminded me like, wow, that's what it was. And... And even though I solved the problems for the day and I went to sleep, no problem, wasn't stressed, obviously the stress was still in my body.
0: Yeah, because it's not like it's like poof goes away, you know. So I
1: thought it was a state of mind. I didn't realize it was a chemical reaction.
0: Yeah. Like basically the state of mind creates a chemical reaction.
1: So there's all this residual that if I haven't burned off. Yeah. And done something with and I'm doing an easy strength program now these days, so it's probably not burning off enough energy. And I'm doing 10,000 steps a day, which is great, but it's not enough. Yeah. And so that made me really take a closer look at all of this. So I've actually been doing this an experiment on myself. I've um, doing a couple different things, which is you know focusing on better quality sleep. But the stress management lately, what I've been doing is acupuncture. I never really was into Chinese acupuncture because it's all about your cheese and meridians and (laughs) um it's interesting but um I remember one day I had a very stressful day uh something pissed me off and I'm like just hit me (laughs) like we were there for my hand I'm like just I hear acupuncture is good for stress just just do it and I felt like this wave of relaxation I was like whoa it was like a I don't do drugs, but it was just like boom. It was just like a wave. It was really cool, and I'm like,
0: well, sometimes, and this is one of the cool. Maybe things. it was a placebo effect. <laughs> yeah, but 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 it's also the fact that then you have removed yourself into a different environment. Yeah, with the conscious effort to reduce stress. Yeah, right. Like you're going hey, professional, reduce my stress.
1: Well, in that moment, I wasn't. I was there for my hands. Yeah, but but
0: you still removed the environment. Yes. You changed your, your scenery. Yes. Um, and it's a scenery where you're going to get care. Right. Right.
1: So you might as well take that moment to but unplug.
0: It, yeah, but it also makes your brain into a different process. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, like if you were, whether it's going to get a massage, going, it's like, you are flicking a switch in your brain. I'm going to look after me now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So there's the um, the actual act of it.
1: But just the um, voluntary act of
0: going to it. Look after yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That. No, that is that is interesting. And and so um, I revisited the acupuncture about a month ago, and I started doing it once a week. And... Um, Yeah, it's been interesting. I don't know if it's because of the acupuncture or everything else combined. But my stress markers um, in my sleep have gone down. So Mm -hmm. they were at 75 before. Now they're averaging around maybe 25. Big, big difference. Okay. And then the other thing that I did is I saw a natural path about food. That was her approach was to look at my blood panel. Mm Mm-hmm. My, my blood work, and to look at what I'm eating in my diet. Um, in her philosophy, um, improper nutrition puts a stress on your body, right? So it causes those chemical processes, which in turn cause stress on you, it increases your stress, okay? Your body just doesn't function properly. Um, uh, just a bunch of different things. And I think that Between that and I talked about, um, well, so I dog sit, which has been incredible. So we were talking about rituals, right? Like how do you, throughout your day, do you find those rest periods? Which, by the way, when I went to the acupuncture clinic yesterday, Mm -hmm. um, I noticed when I looked at my Garmin phone, the app, my rest periods, I'm like, oh, my body actually regenerated 5%, 5 points during that time. And that rarely happened. So I now understand what regeneration looks like or feels like. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's even, I regenerate even at my desk. And I don't know why, because I'm working, right? But, and it could be a combination of things. could be a recovery day from working out, et cetera. But basically, the way I would describe rest, a state of rest, is essentially, And it, um, in that case, I was there for an hour. I was actually kind of, I wasn't sleeping, but I was in a very relaxed state with my eyes closed.
0: Well, see, that's where you went from a sympathetic nervous system like the fight or flight, even if it's low grade, which is sort of what we deal with. Got to get shit done Mm -hmm. to the parasympathetic, which is the rest and digest. Right. And so you, whether consciously or unconsciously, you downregulate your system and that puts your body into a healing mode right where it can rebuild. Yeah. Um and that sort of I think one of the biggest things is most people don't know how to switch from one to the other. Yeah. Um you know, we all understand the fuck thousand deadlines, got to pick up the kids. Oh, you know, we all understand that. Right? But how to switch to downregulate the system back to um, you know a recuperative because when you're amped up your body's not fixing itself it's not healing it's not growing mm-hmm. um, you know it's ready for war <laughs> you know our, and our thing we run into is that your body's ready for that but you're not giving it an outlet um, so you just end up with all of this kind of like pent up right that that doesn't go anywhere
1: so we were talking about how exercise can be that outlet Mm -hmm. right um and i do recall years ago and i loved the feeling of when i did do yoga and i did it three days a week and it was like wringing out your body Mm -hmm. just felt that good especially when you're sitting all day and if you're stressed and you carry your stress in your muscles in your back your shoulders your neck it was amazing because I remember I was actually going to the chiropractor three days a week because I had these neck issues, and then yoga solved it up, solved it right. But then we were talking about how even after exercise, there's the need for down regulation.
0: Yes, like so, exercise is a great stress reducer. Mm-hmm. Um, like it burns off a lot of like excess nervous energy, if you want to call it, you know, um, but you run into the thing if it was a we'll call it a tough workout you know where you had to dig deep and give her a bit well you had to get amped up for that right so so you're going to be in a sympathetic nervous state you're ready to fight you know you're Mm -hmm. instead of fighting people or bears you're fighting weights but if there was ever a you know giver in that workout like you're you're naturally more amped up and when you're done a workout as quickly as possible you want to transition back into a parasympathetic state so your body is into healing mode Mm -hmm. right um and the simple trick is just uh as soon as your you know heart rate's normal like sort of at a comfortable heart rate lay down on the floor Close your eyes and just focus on slow, deep breathing for for a couple, five minutes, you know. Like two to five minutes of that, you will down-regulate your uh, system and get it back into a recuperative mode, back into that parasympathetic, um, you know, your food can digest, your... Uh, muscles can repair, right? Because when they're when they're ready to go, it's hard for them to repair.
1: It's your recovery, yeah. but it's not just that. It's even from a hormonal perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's interesting because I've never really I've never really been educated on that until you and I talked about it, um, and maybe just in you know as I delved more into this topic the need for that after exercise. Um, although in group workout classes, they they do it all the time.
0: Yeah, they but they, they do a shitty job of explaining why they're doing it, the benefit yeah. that comes. Yeah. A lot of times you're done a workout, like if you've done it and you're like, what, what am I doing this nonsense for? Let's go.
1: Well, it's funny because you always hear um, from many different sources, the importance of, you know, the need for meditation. But I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not until like we have this conversation I'm like, yeah, I need to do that.
0: Yeah. You know. Because meditation is just another tool to lower stress. Yeah. Right. Breath,
1: like, like of which breath work often is a part of. Yeah. And so, you know, things like just deeping breathing deeply in four seconds and then out four seconds or doing the box breathing where you breathe in for four seconds and then you hold your breath for four seconds. And you breathe out for four seconds and then you hold for four seconds and it's like a box. Doing that for a couple of minutes is incredibly effective. Yeah. I, I remember when my heart rate was like at 95 or something just ridiculously high. Like It was ranked, you know, rated out of 100. My my...
0: Your stress level on your watch.
1: Sorry, it's my stress that was high, not my heart rate. And my watch was like prompting me like, uh, do you want to do box breathing? <laughs> I'm like, Yes. <laughs> And it was just amazing how much that dropped immediately, mm-hmm. like within a minute. Yeah. Boom, you know, and your heart rate as well. Um, I was asking Winston to help me look up how my stress is is measured on my watch, by the way. And it is done by the oxygen saturation rate. because
0: The heart rate.
1: The heart rate and the respiratory rate. Yeah. so how it comes up with the stress indicators. And so... Because
0: um, if you're sitting... Right? Cause it, and it also factors in movement. Because if your heart rate goes up and you're moving, it goes, oh, you must be exercising. If your heart rate, because especially when you've worn it for a while, it mm-hmm. knows what your base levels are.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And if you um, are undergoing stress, your heart rate will go up, not into exercise range, but it will go up
2: mm-hmm.
0: when you're not doing anything. Right, because your body's getting primed for that action, mm-hmm. um, and so it's one of these things where where uh, having you know a spike in uh, adrenaline, which doesn't have to be the amped up, you know, because if you get a small spike due to stress, well, it cranks up your system. Right. So the watch is also sort of seeing those transient changes. Right. And they they seem to have it programmed in. If you're getting those changes, but you're not moving, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: well, then it has to be stress. Yeah. Right.
1: It's a really great watch. I feel like we should have like we're totally plugging Garmin, but it's because, you know, I'm wearing it and we we actually both have it. But my watch is the one that does this. And um, it's what alerted me Mm -hmm. to take a look at this otherwise i wouldn't have known there might have been a problem Mm
2: -hmm.
1: was when i saw that it was affecting my sleep score i'm like what the fuck like i'm getting like nine (laughs) nine hours sleep Yeah, people just
0: assume i'm in bed this long i'm doing my part
1: it's true and so this is why we put these two topics together because they are so closely related into the regeneration health of your body Mm -hmm. Um, but it was interesting how it got me thinking about it and it may not be entirely precise but it's a good indicator, of, yeah. you know, where things are at and a flag that you should pay attention to. Right. And and so I, I have been successful in the past, especially more recently in reducing that or seeing major improvements in my sleep score going from like, I don't know, like 25, like really shitty scores to like 75 recently. Mm-hmm. And it has everything to do with stress. And stress is a big part of it. Um, Because there were times when everything else was in check. My REM, my deep, my light sleep, you know, restlessness was low, you know. But what the fuck? And it's my stress is high. Mm -hmm. Right? And it didn't even have to be that high. They want it to be around 13. Um, And it was at maybe even at 45 was considered too high.
0: Yeah, but because the thing is, that's too high of a level of stress to go get quality sleep. And it would be
1: for hours. So, um... I don't know if it's the acupuncture alone, okay? I'm just giving you things that I've been doing differently. Mm -hmm. Um, The diet, I've been really focusing on having more vegetables in my food. It's also in support of weight loss as well, but getting off supplements and um, the idea, although we just talked about chemistry, (laughs) which we should just say, the best form of nutrition is through your food. Yeah. Okay? And where you're lacking, you take supplements. Yeah. But, um, you know, trying to focus on a variety of foods and, and water and just a lot of extra things. Um, because essentially, if you don't have those things in check, you put stress on your body. Okay. We know we need to move more. Because as you're saying, if you're all amped up and you're sitting and you're not moving, then it's, it's just, uh, it wreaks havoc. So I think, I wonder if the fact that my shoulders and my neck, my traps are always super tight, Right. Because, and interestingly enough, when you go to sleep and you're in the REM stage, your nervous system turns off. Mm -hmm. You are as flexible as a rag doll. Yep. If you couldn't touch your toes, you will, Mm -hmm. you know. But it's interesting how it's your nervous system that we're trying to turn off.
0: Yeah. Like, it, and this is the part where, to me, the thing that's exciting about it is it's not this unknowable thing you know there's parts of it that we, we haven't figured out yet right because it's all the brain fundamentally is kind of the master controller but we know play with the breathing and you can change what that's nervous massive. nervous state you're in that's massive um you know
1: james nestor by the way is an expert in this field he, worthwhile reading his books about breath work.
0: Yeah. And you can you can see him on a lot of like the big podcast too. Ben
1: Greenfield, he was on there. It was really good.
0: Um, yeah. And then Andrew Huberman, um, he's a neuroscientist who's got a podcast. Uh, and he's got some really good episodes on, on stress.
1: And he also had uh, Matthew Walker, who's a sleep expert on recently. Or mm-hmm. not recently, but he was on there talking about the top tips. Yep. But um, breathwork is major. Like that is that is massively. I think that's almost the best thing you can do for an immediate effect.
0: Yeah, it's for it's stress. literally hacking your brain.
1: I will say, drinking and drugs, according to Matthew Walker, for sleep does not Are help. Terrible. No, doesn't help. Well, they put you to sleep,
0: but you have a terrible quality of sleep.
1: You can't get into the processes of sleep that you need to get into.
0: Yeah, because well, and that's sort of one of those things where. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll wrap up a few stress things and then we'll talk about that.
1: I know, like, but they're so intertwined. It's it's really yeah. neat. Yeah. Going back to stress so rituals that you want to have in your daily routine. Okay. So I would look at the morning, um, you know, just being in nature, temperature changes also, right? Especially as we're in colder weather or, or even splashing water on your face or cold showers, which are hard to do, but One of the things that I love that always puts me in an instant good mood and pretty relaxed is I've got my hot shower, but I open the window and I love that cold, fresh air touch my face, right? And you're warm, right? Um, But going for a walk outside, that immediately alters your mood. Good for, especially if you're stressed quite a bit and you got deadlines, it might cause anxiety or depression, right? That's great for you. Um, I found that... I have a dog because I dog sit all the time, which has also been great since I've been working from home to move. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, there's sometimes I'm stressed and I'll go cuddle with a dog. Yeah. You know, how can that touch not be contagious and soothing and relaxing, even if it's just like for a minute or so? Mm-hmm. Right? It doesn't take forever, but going for those walks in the morning, um, which I like to just put on a podcast or maybe put on, I used to listen to meditation podcasts in the past. This Buddhist um, monk was very funny. Great way to start the day. I'm in the forest, being in nature. um, There's been a lot of studies about, they call it forest bathing in Japan, but that there's some pretty significant improvements of being, that's mood altering. Mm -hmm. And I think overall, if it's mood altering, you know, uh stress will cause wreak havoc on your body. So a lot of it's psychological how mm-hmm. you deal with things, but taking yourself out of a situation.
0: Well, if you can change the brain, then you change the chemistry within your body. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's good <laughs> or bad. Um you know, so so obviously uh downregulating you know the nervous system. Um uh one of the other things and this uh, you'll find really helps is actually go through your life and um declutter uh like when your mind when your when your environment is clearer like less cluttered your brain is less cluttered mm-hmm. less clutter less stress um,
1: yeah i would agree with that
0: and then um as far as the activities in your life goes, is much stuff that you can just streamline as possible, right? Like, take the uh, excuses out of your life. Because it's like, uh, well, I would have worked out, but I couldn't find my shoes. Like, you know, plan things out so things are packed. Things are, you know, checklists. Write a a to-do list for tomorrow before you go to bed, mm-hmm. right, and and check the motherfucker off as you do it, like you would be amazed how, um, you have less stress, you know, and therefore end up sleeping better mm-hmm. because you don't have to think about the shit because you wrote it down already. It's yeah, there for the morning. It's huge, you know. Have your your, uh, you know. Clothes plan, have they you know, just these things that are just done? Um you know, like is something as stupid as like literally have a place for your keys. Right? <laughs> um that you know you've designated it, maybe trace the like put a hook somewhere and trace the shape of the keys. Right, and tell everybody this is where I put my keys, and you put your fucking keys in that place. <laughs> like the, the You're amount not
1: referencing of referencing me, are you?
0: Um, you've done it, like or, or not followed my direction, um, <laughs> but the, it's not endemic to I, you. I know this is a human thing. Um, the amount of stress. Because when you can't find shit, you're stressed out. Like, especially when you've got to be somewhere. Yeah. Right? Well, that's all on you. Like, the life is stressful enough, you know? Yeah. Like, if you can develop those habits, things have a home. Yeah. Right? You put things back in their home. It's not to be, like, some neat freak or pedantic or anything. It's to streamline your life. Yeah, right?
1: decluttering is huge.
0: You know, you get some of that in place and boom, right? Think of like, because, you know, the watch does stress in points, right? Um, it's not one thing that's going to make you, you know, have like a more manageable level of stress. No. And therefore, if your stress is more manageable. It's your lifestyle. Yeah, it's just, but little bits. Yeah. Right? If putting your keys in the right place or you so in your wallet, you know, any of those things you need to find, mm-hmm. right? Have homes.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, going back to what's been working for me lately, I think the one thing that I've always lacked for myself is self-care. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like those hot baths or reading. And I know you look at reading very differently, but for me, if I read, it's like a massive escape for me. If I'm doing that, I'm doing really well at, slowing down i'm used to just go 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 mm-hmm. and my mom always said to me you're so busy you're too busy all the time i'm like yeah but what you know
0: yeah but you're gonna die earlier
1: which is funny because don't they say that your mom's always right <laughs> um she's well
0: your mom would say mom's always right yeah you know i, I think if i all right
1: no it's a saying in general uh, yeah, but yeah, it's but, true uh, like uh, you know... I, I i i would finally now agree that, yeah, my life has been too busy. I've liked it. Don't get me wrong. I like busy. But there hasn't been enough downtime. Mm-hmm. And and now that I've experienced, because when I had my acupuncture treatment yesterday for an hour, super relaxing, fell asleep, you know, I later on looked at my phone and it showed me you, you generated 5%. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good, you know, for that time. And I'm like, ah. So that's what it feels like, and you know, it's an, that's an example of that level of relaxation. Um, and actually, tonight when I went and lie down for like two minutes, it showed up as rest in my, mm-hmm. you know. And I actually was working on this problem line, <laughs> <lying down. laughs> but um, I needed to do it. But um, but I was I was intending to go in there to relax. That's actually why I didn't want to work out tonight. Because I've been going all day and I hadn't. Actually, that's a good habit. I mean, not that I should always just go lie down. but um, And you don't need to be in your bed um, if you're worried about sleeping away the rest of the day. Because I know it's easy for me to do. I like to nap. Um, But taking a moment. We know both work and all these other things are helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, Really important to be mindful of that. So, yes, when they say most important things of your day, journaling, meditation, all this, you know, take it seriously. These are the reasons why.
0: Yeah, because, and I think that's one of the things that isn't explained to people. Like, literally, these are techniques to hijack your nervous system to then hijack your body chemistry, right? So, when when we basically meditate, breath work, um... Writing things down, decluttering, all of these different things are different hacks to get into our brain. Which then, because the brain is sort of the master control unit of all of the chemical processes going on within your body, when it gets the signal that, man, it's all good, it's cool, (laughs) you know, then, you know, the adrenaline. Uh, the cortisol, like all the stress hormones, are sort of downregulated. Your body starts like going into repair mode, you know. So, so you can build the guns, you know, because your your muscles aren't built in the gym; they're broken in the gym, right? They're they're built when you recover but if your body never gets into recovery mode um then you don't make nearly the progress you'd want to um when you're when you're sort of amped up all the time you know the temperature's just turned up just that little bit too much you know can lead to hypertension um uh you know fucked up insulin levels
2: Mm.
0: Food cravings, which then become this spiral and when it, when it's food cravings, it's always carbohydrates because your body wants mm-hmm. readily available energy. Mm-hmm. you know, it's not going we gotta get ready for war, you know. So give me give me some uh, you know complex carbohydrates and some protein. No, it's it wants sugar, <laughs> right? And we know that then that starts that blood sugar roller coaster. You Just, know, like,
1: does too much sugar and carbs in your body does it all also contribute to stress? Because Well it is it, stress. It, it, it's, a fuel, it's a fuel. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you're you're overloading your fuel. Interesting. Right. Like
1: I never thought of it from that perspective.
0: You know. Huh. Um you know, and then you end up gaining excess body fat. And unless you're a sumo wrestler, <laughs> most people don't get um when they when they're Seeing the the scale, their body fat level, um, you know, their physique go in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. That adds to stress too. Right? And and a lot of times when people are stressed, they stress eat, which is their body wants readily available carbohydrates. So it's this vicious circle, you know. Um, you don't get people who are stressed out going, God damn it, man, I'm craving a salad. (laughs) Right. That's a good point. It's shit they want. That's interesting. Because they're, you know, and partly because a lot of the. They're
1: running on adrenaline. They need the fuel. Yeah. Huh.
0: You know. Um, and that's why like it's hard. Um, and we'll, we'll segue into the sleep thing. Right. Because, the again, these are all similar processes. Um, if you have a shitty night's sleep, you crave garbage food in the morning. Like you want greasy, high-carb.
1: Yeah, so I hope we're getting across the, the downward vicious circle that this yeah. is. Um, um, I, I think that two things I want to mention before we move on. One is going back to measuring stress, one thing that we're going to do with, um, I've got, so with this natural path, um, I want to explore a couple things. I haven't done my hormones before, my um, the female hormones. We haven't checked that, just we thought, well, we should, we mm-hmm. should know what that is and I can get, get it covered. But we're going to add in cortisol levels in there too because stress, like you think you'd want to cover that. So I'm going to get that done too. So we'll see. But all the more reason that if, if sleep is where your body regenerates, and this is how we segue in, mm. all the more reason to do some kind of meditation. Especially for me, I'm going to do. I'm going to experiment with this now. Tonight, I'll go to, before I go to bed. I'll put on my. I have a an app with Shine. It's supposed to uh, expire in January, and I'm like, oh, maybe I'll continue it. Like those
0: five minute meditations.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I thought it was more just to go to sleep, and you know, it was. I thought it was more from a, a mental worry. I didn't realize stress really impacts my quality of sleep.
0: Yeah, but the, the and that's the thing where everything is connected. Yes. Right, like like mental is physical. Like you know when when people talk about mental health, mm-hmm. right? And I just did air quotes. Um, one of the things I wish we would stop talking about uh, is like health health being different from mental health mm-hmm. because they're the same thing. Like health is health. Um everything in the body is connected. Right? You know, the body is a unit. If anything in the unit is out of alignment, then it all gets fucked up. Right? So it it's one of those things where if somebody has a uh you know, depression, very rarely is it like just sort of an isolated thing. It will end up affecting a bunch of other systems, right um you know so it's that idea of uh you know like think about um an you know selective um serotonin reuptake inhibitor, you know, a classic antidepressant mm-hmm. uh completely fucks your sex drive, right. It's working on some pathways like they're doing it like you take it to help with, you know, the symptoms of depression. But it completely fucks most people's libido. You know what I mean? Like there's uh, different interconnections going on there. Right. So and partly, you know, they're not entirely sure how, you know, everything interrelates. But they're related they're they're connected mm-hmm. you know you fix one thing or or assist one thing, and then you've affected something else right um and it's sort of that way throughout the body um and everything in the body wants to be on like a rhythm up and down, up and down, up and down if you're you know it's like excited, relaxed you know um, moving Mm -hmm. resting eating fasting you know like there's kind of these yin and yang balances that need to take place for you to function optimally Mm -hmm. right like if you think even to something as simple if you want to maintain the same body weight the calories you eat need to match the calories you burn Simple physics, right? In and out. Um, well, you can picture where, you know, if, if it's out of whack, um, then, you know, you'll run into the thing where activity's low, calories are high, body weight accumulates. Hmm. Right? It, the balance is off. Um, and that's sort of the biggest thing that, with, you know modern lifestyle is the balance is off all these
1: taglines are going through my brain right now (laughs) (laughs) of what we're talking about in this episode yeah the yin Um, and yang the find your balance but yeah but it's um it's actually it it doesn't happen too often that when we have these podcasts like this is a true conversation (laughs) we're having um as we're chatting with you and um it's really I, I'm I'm having a couple aha moments now that I think we're going to change how I do things and and so I will experiment with the idea of focusing on what's the impact of me doing these meditations at night just to mm. help make sure I go into yeah. this uh, relaxed state, you know, in case there's still some ex, you know residual cortisol from the day.
0: Yeah, well, one of the, one of the big things you run into too is um, one of the easy fixes for you. Mm-hmm. Is cut off like um, having coffees at six o'clock at night?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I don't have a lot of coffee at night. No, but what are you talking about? Why did you Why did you even bring that up? Well, Because
0: I see you. Uh, um, like you should never have a coffee past two p.m.
1: Okay, right. But I generally only have a coffee in the morning. It's on auto occasion if I pick you up. I'll have a coffee. It's it's a well. I,
0: I've seen it enough that it's a. recurring thing okay (laughs) it's not an everyday thing i'm in denial yes but but the fact is is like caffeine is a stimulant that increases your production of adrenaline yeah the release of adrenaline not so much the production Mm -hmm. um so if you're artificially getting an adrenaline spike because of a stimulant right which is why it makes us more awake Mm -hmm. um late in the day your body hasn't fully metabolized that by the time it's time to go to bed. So,
1: the European in me came at, was trying to justify why I should have a coffee. The other day. <laughs> Is this a sign of addiction? The European uh, you? Yeah, I got European blood.
0: But, yeah, but what's the? Uh, I'm missing the. Uh, well, let me finish. Okay,
1: <laughs> you're interrupted. Um, Europeans have coffee like espresso, espresso like after dinner, like. That's just the thing. So, They're
0: idiots. There you go.
1: Yeah, they usually live longer.
0: Mm. Yeah. Pardon? Yeah. Which Europeans? Italians?
1: Europe- like I'm thinking of people who drink a lot of coffee, like your Italians. Um, I'm just saying, Europeans are generally more healthier than North Americans. And one thing that they do religiously is having coffee after their meals, like after dinner.
0: Well, coffee's not bad for you. Now, first, we don't know what the caffeine content of that coffee is, Okay. Um, number one. So, you know, if we're talking, um, but then Europeans to also, and again, Europeans are not a monolith, right? Like, it's 750 million people in a bunch of different countries. So, uh, it's... You will say, like, say, Italians or or Spanish. They tend to operate um, later in the day, mm-hmm. right? They go to bed later. They sleep in later, right? Like, their, their whole day seems to be shifted. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's not the smartest thing in the world.
1: Oh, it's low caffeine content. Sorry, I just did a <laughs> search on coffee that Italians have. They tend to use Arabica variety of coffee, being it has low caffeine content.
0: Yeah, so then it's all right. You get the uh, like a lot of the polyphenols, um, which are good for you from the coffee, Mm -hmm. but you're not getting the spike of caffeine. You know, whereas most coffee in North America is kind of optimized for turbo. Yeah. Right. Plus, you're they're they're talking an espresso, which is like a tiny little apertif. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm just trying. To, anyway, anyway. Versus I, your your, all right, all right. your uh, I know that we, we big totally big gulp size. We totally sidetracked here. Yeah. But, no, so. but but
0: the the caffeine thing is important. Yeah. Right. It's just like limit your stimulants. Um, you know, like I just arbitrarily picked two p.m. Because then it gives lots of time. Sure, you know, um, yeah. And is this that is what, what
1: you think is a major factor in my sleep? Because I don't.
0: N- I'm not talking like there is no major factors. There's all factors, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, because it it comes into one of those things where uh, I think learning how to m- downregulate, right? So you're changing that brain chemistry. Yeah. Um, earlier. In the day. Yeah. Right. Because you, you know, you obviously stop working like at five or whatever. Yeah. It's shutting it off.
1: Yeah. But I think the other thing, and I just thought of it right now, I'm go, go, go. And I, I have been talking to the kids, you know, past couple of years, but alone time, mm-hmm. you know, me time. And I think that is important. I think a lot of parents understand that, that, yeah, they probably don't get it either. You know, especially when they're on schedules to take their kids here or there, you know, they're always feeling like they're stretched um i would argue yeah that's probably another big actionable thing and i i think when it, you look at my life the one thing that is clear is that it's go 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 like it's it's generally busy like i'm doing other things whether mm-hmm. it be cleaning or this or that there isn't me time there isn't a lot of me time
0: yeah and that's a failure on your part yeah I know. you gotta you know take it yeah use some of that that um amped up adrenaline yeah <laughs> To conquer your me time. This is my
1: me time. Fuck off. You know, but but it's
0: one of those things where yeah. uh, that ability just to downregulate, yeah, um, and and you need the space to do it, right? And nobody is going to give it to you, so you have to take it. Yeah, you know what I mean.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, no, that's not on the toilet with your phone. No, for twenty minutes. Um, <laughs> or half hour, people are like, "What are you doing in there?"
0: You know, my legs are yeah. falling asleep. Yeah. Um,
1: Let's go into uh, sleep.
0: Yeah, you know. So obviously, set yourself up uh, throughout your day so you're not by the time it's time to go to sleep, you're not completely, uh, you know, already at a disadvantage <laughs> because of the level of stress that you're under. Yeah. Um, you know, is number one um then developing stri- sleep rituals um and these are pretty straightforward right there there we can get into the weeds but electronics
1: this is huge
0: stop an hour before bed
1: yeah so electronics and overall general light in in the house right cuz obviously back in the day there wasn't electricity right so your circadian rhythm is following the rise of the sun, the setting of the sun. Um, and so the, all the natural light that we have just screws things up. It's not natural. Because mm-hmm. when we go camping, we usually go to sleep and we and we sleep well, right? Well,
0: because you were physically active all day. Yeah. And it's dark out.
1: Yeah. So those things do help you, Um, you know. So shutting, actually, and I have them all lit up now because we're podcasting. But that's a good thing to do couple hours before you go to, go to dial
0: bed. your lighting level down yeah bring it down and yeah. if you
1: have google home you know you can just say hey google program it at a certain time to
0: so your robot overlords know what light settings yeah exactly you want. exactly um
1: but you're right obviously the rabbit hole of your phone and mm-hmm. social media is terrible yeah. i could easily spend an hour just scrolling and honestly sometimes i'm just scrolling because i'm just watching the reels because they're funny and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? And then, do you ever get into that mode where your fingers just naturally want to do? It's 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 it's, it's an addiction right in front of you. You're like checking all these apps that you're go to, and you do it over and over again. Do you ever do that? No. <laughs> that's when you need to put the phone down.
0: Yeah. No. No. But, and but run. But that that's sort of one of those things that I run into is I've been aware of this type of thing for a long time. So then. Uh, you know, like maybe I'm just fucking old, but social media to me, the only reason to be on it is like is basically promotion, right? Like it, it's getting our message out.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I don't give a shit if anybody knows what I'm doing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? If I set a new PR, nobody gives a shit. Right? Like when you look at the stuff of like that that people put on social media yeah they're 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 looking for validation,
2: yeah
0: if I haven't found it yet, I'm not gonna find it, you know what <laughs> I mean like if I haven't found a a way to self validate you know at yeah, fifty yeah, years yeah. old,
2: yeah,
0: nobody else giving me likes is gonna like i i i I'm very thankful that um I went into adulthood before any of this bullshit happened mm right because
1: it's so hard to separate for the new generation yeah the younger generation you know the
0: idea of like likes and social currency and uh, whatever
1: there's such an emphasis on it yeah
0: you know it's like oh fuck it um you know like i love the internet for its ability to like we put a what's effectively a radio show without a radio station hiring us yeah um I love the fact that I can put articles out and reach people all over the world. Yeah. Right, and I can engage with people, and uh-huh. that part I love. But this whole, you know, Facebook, Instagram, hijack the dopamine pathways in people's brain. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I it just didn't work on me. Mm-hmm. I just don't care. Right. You know, I want our stuff to reach people. Yeah. Right. But it's from that idea that I think, you know, the things that we're talking about and, and, you know, educating about can help people, you know? And I think that's sort of why, like, as a coach, that's what I'm aiming for, right? I want to see people improve themselves. Yeah. Right. And, and if we can be the conduit that gives people some tools, hurrah. Yeah. You know, but, but there's if there's but a, that's
1: but that is a real thing that people struggle with. Oh, I, so I they, totally they, agree. They need to be so it's worthwhile for us to mention that you know. um, that it's it, you know and of course there's there's documentaries there's you know I think there's one on Netflix that talks about um yeah people who used to work at all of the the big places Google Facebook and all that, that you know and there's so much in the media everybody everybody already knows about this. Yes, about it's it's our
0: yeah. evil overlords.
1: Yeah. Um, moving on. Other things that you can do to
0: help uh, go ahead. Get a good night's sleep? That's what we're talking about, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, have sex. <laughs> like seriously. <laughs> like I'm not, you know, whether you do it by yourself or you do it with somebody, <laughs> consensually, of course. Um the uh you know, they say like don't have you know, like an athlete shouldn't have sex before the big game.
1: They probably should, actually.
0: Right. Well, yeah, or the night before the big game, it's not the having sex. it's the fact that the athlete's out chasing tail all night
1: <laughs> and not getting
0: enough sleep, yeah, but the sex actually gets you into a more relaxed, you know connected chill state hmm. right so so it actually is good, you know, from a relaxation, getting a good night's sleep um standpoint, yeah, right um then you know. Uh, we run into the thing of, you know, if you've dim, you know, like environment, like an hour before, uh, some meditations like you're looking to do, um, can be highly effective. Um,
1: yeah, just to address the noise, the noise in your head. Um, the other one that I really like is, um, temperature. So I open up my window, it's zero degrees out and interestingly enough, I usually run cold, Mm -hmm. but, and it's probably, and we've noticed this too, when you're camping outside, when you camp outside, like in cooler temperatures, your body's temperature, core temperature rises to deal with that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm toasty warm. Which is funny because other times when I have the window closed, same environment, I'm cold as fuck. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's I find that really cool, pardon the pun, that I can enjoy that. Um, so that's something they say from a brain perspective, it's easier to have. I think it's REM sleep that Matthew Walker was talking about when the temperatures are cooler. Yeah. To go into that stage. Um,
0: well, that's why when I was a poor, um, and that's, you know, when I was younger and and uh, didn't have air conditioning, summertime you you sleep like shit, mm-hmm. right? Whereas when it's cold out, like whether it's the cracked window or um, you know sleeping outside, uh, you run into the thing you sleep much better. You know, warm body, cool nose. Mm-hmm. Um. And then uh, having like a dark room. So blinds, sleep mask. Oh, that's huge. You know, any of those types that's of. That's
1: improved my sleep as well. It's um, a sleep mask.
0: Yeah. Like getting getting the light levels down. Yeah. Um, you know, it's sort of like having good sleep hygiene.
1: Yeah. I tried also once having a weighted a slightly heavier blanket on me um i know for some people it feels like comfort i actually slept really well maybe because i usually sleep on my own because you don't live with me right hint hint <laughs> no i'm just teasing out but when we had the dogs sleeping on the bed right like just that coziness mm-hmm. and the warmth was really nice It was really comforting it's like a puppy pile It's literally what it was when we had the two dogs and you and I on the bed. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was really comforting. So I'm trying to think if there's anything. I think eating before bed, you want to avoid that because your stomach's digesting.
0: Yeah. You want to be going to bed in a fasted state. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the other things is go to pee before you go to bed.
1: And stop drinking.
0: Yeah, like don't
1: hours before because that's another issue that I've had is getting up many times in the middle of the night.
0: Um, yeah, you know, so basically, if you're can sort of stop drinking about an hour before bed, you can probably sleep through the night without um, having to get up and pee. Yeah, um, you especially
1: know. if you've been, you know, adding more water to your daily diet and you're. Trying to, you know, chug it all back before you go to bed. Yeah. So, yeah, don't do that. No. Um. I think those are the key things about sleep.
0: Yeah, because, and and the, we started sort of doing this a little backwards because stress, we explained what was bad about it.
1: That's true. We didn't talk about the why. It's so um, important. Yeah.
0: But here's the thing you run into is if you <laughs> have shitty sleep, um, not enough, not good quality. mm uh you wake up the next day aside from we all know what it feels like not to have good sleep right you feel like shitty you're like a zombie all that kind of thing um you tend to crave shitty food like easily processed carbs and fats um like you want classic big dumb breakfast right pancakes and bacon and you know home Mm -hmm. fries Mm -hmm. um but then the other thing you'll run into with it is uh, your insulin resistance will be uh, cranked up to a sub-diabetic level, and this is one shitty night's sleep. All of a sudden, you'll you know if you get your blood tested, you will show um, the response of somebody who is pre-diabetic. You know, that's one step away from, you know, if yeah. you continue on this path, yeah. your doctor will give you the speech and that's from one <laughs> shitty night's sleep. Um, and then, um, you know, uh, and I, I just happen to be more familiar with the numbers for guys cause you know, I'm a guy, um, But because your body produces the vast majority, or guys, the vast majority of your testosterone while you sleep, um, a shitty night's sleep will drop your testosterone level um, by hundreds of points when you wake up in the morning. So you can go from, like, you know, just sort of a normal medium average like testosterone level say maybe 600 you know and then and the range you know when they do the blood tests oh yeah is like 300 to a thousand yeah right which is ridiculously wide range because it was based on everybody so the 80 year olds
1: yeah you're like an 80 year old
0: and the 20 year olds are all in the same fucking range mm. you know um but so you run into the thing where where um, you know, you could see going from, uh, 600 normally to, you know, 350, 400, uh, because you had a bad night of sleep that day, mm-hmm. you know, cause you stayed up too late, you partied, whatever, you know, yeah. or just stayed up too late.
1: That's like testosterone of an 80 year old.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and you know what that means.
0: You ain't You ain't gonna fuck very good <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, testosterone and the, it's necessary for women as well. It's just women have one tenth the, the, the level that men do. Um, but you'll run into the thing. it's like energy, libido, muscle building, totally. you know all the all the things. yeah there's a reason why people do take steroids, right? Because more of it does things. Just ask the rock um you know so so you run into the the case where one bad night's sleep right completely fucks your blood you know a day or two of good sleep and you sort of return back to normal but now imagine if you're chronically underslept right going to bed late getting up early for work um you know your sleep quality's shitty uh, you know if one night does that yeah imagine what chronically like that and does you, to you
1: and you, if you you often hear in interviews performers you know musicians in particular or actors are like yeah i i i sleep <laughs> that is like a strict you know rule about me and my health and, and because they've got to perform, they got to be on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think that, um, I, am obviously getting tired because <laughs> I lost my train. actually train a thought that just prompted me. This is exactly why I actually started to focus on my sleep. It wasn't because of my, because remember, it was actually brought on because of cognitive function, mm-hmm. Because one since been hearing me complain about my loss of memory and how I can improve, he's like, "When are you going to do so? Like, you you know, you've been talking about this for years and you've done nothing about it." I'm like, "Oh, you're right. (laughs) Let's break that down. What can I do?" One of the things was sleep, and my doctor. I even went to my doctor to say, "Hey, can we get you know this tested? Is there just like you know, honestly, for a lot of people, it's sleep." So I'm like, "Okay, let's 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 try and and." you know, work this out because I was getting on average six and a half hours of sleep. Uh, as much as I knew that it wasn't good for me, it always ended up being that much, which is weird because now I can usually do seven and a half. I don't understand it. Um, and so I was trying to improve my cognitive function. And then with that, I started to measure my sleep and wear my watch to bed because usually it's not comfortable, right? Mm. Um, but I'm like, fuck it, I'll do it for the for what I want to find out. Now I'm used to it. Um and and that's when I realized my sleep quality was poor. Well, why? Oh, it's the stress. So that's how it all came. Yeah. You know, that was the flow of it. But now you understand naturally stress and sleep would affect your cognitive function, right? Yeah. So that's that's ultimately what I was Well, because people that was don't, my end goal.
0: People don't think your brain is an organ like your muscles are like your heart is right. And it needs to regenerate too. Right. So it, and there, there's actually some, some data on this. Like, um, you will see a decline in like actual brain quality from chronic lack of sleep. Right. Because when you're sleeping, your brain is rebuilding, too, because it's just tissue like everything else. Right. Like it's got repairs to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't repair when you're awake very well. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, when we go to sleep, you know, it's sort of like I always joke about the elves in the back, you know, well, the elves are coming out because, you know, if you think of it this way, like, you know, um, the elves can't be seen. So they can only come out to fix you when you're asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't fucking sleep enough, they can't do their job. Yeah. You know, and I realized like that, that could be a whole movie thing, you know, <laughs> um, but that uh, is, is just such a, a critical thing. Like there's a reason, you know, if you are not getting adequate sleep, both in time and quality, you are prematurely aging yourself, right? Because if the repair... We're aging anyway, right? There's nothing we can do about that. Like, eventually, we all have a clock that's running out, right? But if, you know, the repair that your body can do... um. If you are not letting it do it because of poor sleep quality and duration, then, you know, you're, you're, you're taking a few minutes off your life, you know, because it's one of those things where those regenerations just aren't fully able to happen. So you're maybe only getting 90% repaired instead of 100% repaired. Yeah. Well, that accumulates over time. Right. And, you know, like, why is it, you know, you, you see people uh will say like at 60 and you see some people at 60 where you're like, holy fuck. Right. Like, I don't believe you're 60. Yeah. And then you see people and go, I don't believe you're still alive.
1: <laughs> you don't look 60. You look 80. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. And sure. and because you know, you you run into the thing where um you get people like you know, Coach Dan John, you know, we talk about him all the time, um he's in his sixties and doesn't look it, mm-hmm. you know but he also uh when he's doing you know, like he trains every day. Mm hmm. You know, he's still stronger than I ever was, mm-hmm. you know, partly because, you know, he's a a strength athlete, mm-hmm. um, you know, but, but it's one of these things where there are, uh, you know, basically he was within a couple of years when both of my parents died
2: mm-hmm.
0: and they were not in any good shape. You know what I mean? Like yeah. yeah. It was a, a lifetime of bad lifestyle. Mm-hmm. The food, lack of exercise, smoking, drink, you know, like just all the things. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, the shit eventually catches up to you. Yeah. Right? And they both died um, in their early to mid-60s. Uh, whereas you get people uh you know in their 70s who are still great athletes
1: yeah yeah
0: you know so that's sort of the thing that i look at where learn from you know good examples and learn from bad examples
1: yeah have those have them as motivation you know honestly um I have both of those. Yeah.
0: You know. And on that note.
1: I need to get some sleep. <laughs> yeah. I'm like yawning here. So.
0: Because we, we got to maintain as much of Catherine's cognitive function as we can. <laughs> um, so, yeah. If you guys are liking this whole series, let us know. Um, you know, if it's of use to you. Um, you know, eventually we're going to have. Like written more in depth because obviously when I'm writing an article or or booklets or anything like that, we can include even more information, charts, make it all nerdy. Um, you know, what we want with the podcast is for it to be things that you can open your eyes to things you might not have been aware of um, and take some little tips you can put into action mm-hmm. right um, and you know, by executing uh on a regular consistent basis you know you will improve the quality like good sleep will improve a lot of things right not just making you live longer you know but your work performance will improve cuz you you know you're not all f- shot when you wake up in the morning you don't need to like stuff a, a you know an IV of coffee in your arm just to function mm-hmm. right Um, and you know, your physical recovery will be better from activity. So therefore your performance will increase and your capabilities will improve. Like everything is this like weird ass kumbaya circle, (laughs) you know, that, that, um, it's the same thing with stress, right? You learn how to master your sympathetic to parasympathetic transfer, um and you'll find over time you're like oh man i'm i'm i just feel better right cuz you're not you don't have that like like burning in the base of your gut you know that kind of low grade stress all the time yeah you're like i'm happier oh fuck life's great yeah well, yeah right? when
1: you have peace in your life i think that's happiness yeah
0: and you have control over that yeah you know so yes. check us out on instagram um, just don't spend too much time there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just, just check us out. Check yeah, us out know. on Facebook. You know, Live Wild Radio. All our things are Live Wild Radio. Um, uh, because Facebook's evil, but they're a great place to for like minded people to come together in groups. Yeah. Um, so.
1: Yeah, livewildradio uh, dot com. We've got a ton of resources there yeah. and other episodes. And, and you can um, you can
0: contact us there okay. as well. Um, we're happy to answer questions, take comments, you know. Just say hi. Yeah.
1: Let us know you're out there.
0: Yeah. So uh, until next time. I'm Catherine. I, uh, Work hard. Play dirty.
1: And you're Winston. Bye-bye.
0: Yeah. <laughs>